I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a Little Empire podcast. We're doing a mini festival with your favourite shows in Auckland, New Zealand on February 25th and 26th. Details and tickets are at littleempirepodcast.com slash live. Well, it's the friend zone. Well, Tim and Guy come to the friend zone. And have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. Well, Tim and Guy, because making friends is the best idea of all time. Hello and welcome to Friend Zone 37, coming to you in part from beautiful Osaka, Japan. My name is Tim Bat, co-host of the Worst Idea of All Time. My name is Guy Montgomery, co-host of the Worst Idea of All Time, but more importantly right now, the Friend Zone. I am broadcasting to you live from my lounge in Grey Lynn, Auckland, New Zealand, on what is truly a drizzly afternoon, bordering on just outright wet. Um... And speaking of wet, Tim, mm. would you care to tell our good friends who have joined us uh, what exactly you're doing right now? I'm going to see if I can provide an audio clue. I'm in a jacuzzi. <laughs> Baby. God, you're a big boy. Um, I tell you what, when, when the chips start falling your way, they certainly start falling fast. And Tim, it's been a hell of a few days for you over in Japan. Yeah, it has. Um, I ate a whole bunch of crazy fish stuff at a at a Michelin star restaurant. Of uh, crazy fish stuff, I'm sure that yeah. the, the chef will be very pleased with the descriptors you used to review the meal. Honestly, I couldn't even tell you what it was. Eh? It was just, everything's like a fish egg put on top of a pig intestine, but displayed beautifully, and it's so fresh airs like they've just ripped it out of the animal. They, they bring out the food and they're like, look, I'm not going to tell you what part of the fish this is, but rest assured, this is some fish stuff. Well, that's what happens by virtue of the fact that I don't speak or read Japanese and I, I'm, in, I'm in their country. So absolutely, it's an educated guess. The other big uh, development was I have become engaged to my girlfriend because oh. I got her a lovely ring and asked her uh, if she would let me be her husband at some point and she said that would be fine. Congratulados. Thank you very much, Guy. I am I'm well stoked. Truly, on cloud nine. Mm. And in a thought, jacuzzi. Yeah, cloud nine is mostly just when you're engaged in a jacuzzi. In Osaka, Japan. God, life That's is right. good for you, man. It's really raining here. I mean, I have nothing else to report aside from the fact that in your absence, while uh, the, what are they called? The jets rage on. And mm. you begin planning the next stage of your life with your beloved. Um, 
the the dry, arid lawn out the back of my house is getting some much-needed moisture content. Oh, boy. Well, so truly, if it needed it, then that's a good thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I've just Actually, found out my my game yes. of touch rugby has been cancelled this evening, which is upsetting. Oh. I was looking forward to that. but that, that If I know Guy Montgomery as well as I think I do, I know two things about him. Number one, that's going to be a big blow. Game of sport being cancelled because of the rain. And number yep. two... You're a big piece of shit. Yeah, I thought, <laughs> I thought you would. It's been a yeah. while. Been a it while has. between sips from the shit goblet. <laughs> should uh, we dip into the old mailbag? Yeah. yeah, we should. Just for those of you who might not know what you're listening to, uh, this is not a podcast whereby we're about to review We Are Your Friends. Thankfully, we have not just watched We Are Your Friends and will not be discussing it. This is a podcast where we engage with you, our friends, uh, and one another. It's a place of, of sharing and loving. And loving and sharing. Uh, Tim, would you like to take it away? Yeah, here's one. Stop me if it sounds familiar because it was from a while ago, but it's uh, coming up in my you, email have, list. Have you ever read out an email that you didn't lead with the sentence, stop me if it sounds familiar? <laughs> uh, probably not at this point. Hi, Bat and Monty. I made a donation through PayPal many months ago and have recently realized that I never heard you mention it on the friend zone. So I want to make sure it got through. If not, we'll give it another go. While I have your attention, I'd love to get your opinion on something. Do you think Maximum Joseph got his dream casting for this movie? I feel like he really wanted Sokoli and Paige dick full of diamonds. MJ seems like a total walking dead bro. Uh, But... I bet there is a long list of models he wanted before Somali and someone like Chris Pine to play James Reed or any actor that doesn't have the psychological centre part and facial hair in the Hunger Games. Oh, psychotic centre part and facial hair in the Hunger Games. What do you think Lord Maximum's dream cast would have been for this movie or do you think he feels like he nailed it? If you were making a movie about this movie, a la The Room and The Masterpiece, who would you cast in the lead roles to play MJ? I hope New Zealand summer is treating you both well as New York slowly turns me into a popsicle. Please come back to the city soon. What a wonderful message. Uh, with a That's from in- Susan. Susan, Susan from Brooklyn. Thank you, Susan from Brooklyn. Uh, rest assured, your donation came through and we made a real point of ignoring it and you. Uh, so well done on slipping through the net and getting, getting into the friend zone. My congratulations. Yeah, good stuff. Also... Uh, very good offer with regards to casting decisions made by Maximum Joseph and ones that we'd make ourselves. I don't. I feel like he. I feel like he would have wanted Wes Bentley to play James Reed from the Fellas. I feel like that was one that was at the top of his list. Like Chris Pine, because what the movie has going for it is it's an earnest art, sort of RT piece. And if you've got a big movie star like Chris Pine in there, as well as another big movie star in Zac Efron, it kind of loses its way a little bit. Like, I'm going to tell you, Tim, I'm going to hold this train of thought for a moment because when you put those jets on, it makes a very unsavory noise, very loud in my ears. Yeah, that's kind of the intention behind that. So okay, I'm glad that yeah, that's yeah. working. It's good that the button's doing what it's supposed to do. It's good uh, stuff. It's, it's like trying to uh, share an opinion in an aeroplane with an open door. It really feels like I'm <laughs> up against it. Um, but beyond that, I think they wanted Squirrel. Oh, man, I tell you what, we're deep enough in the movie that I can't actually really imagine recasting it. The only one I know that they wanted for certain was they did want Johnny Depp to be played by Johnny Depp. 
Well, that much we know for sure. Um, Johnny Depp was too busy buying yachts and finding yeah. extravagant ways to spend money. If Ab- the Ab- uh, entertainment magazines have correctly yeah. informed me. And by the same token, I would choose um, Johnny Depp. If we did make a movie about the production of We Are Your Friends, I would choose Johnny Depp to play Johnny Depp playing Johnny Depp. That's a no-brainer for me. So now how would that work? Would he sort of be the narrator of the doco or would he? Or would we recut scenes of the film digitally to insert the actual Johnny Depp in and give you a taste of what the movie could have been with Johnny Depp in it? He wouldn't be the narrator. What you'd have instead is you'd have Johnny Depp in the recreation or the is it is that is the masterpiece a documentary or is it like a kind yeah, of false I, th- I, I actually haven't seen it but I think it's a documentary that got f- made by the kid whose name escapes me from the room like uh, the, one of the main actors who's in it no I thought it was the Frank the Franco brothers or am I thinking of something I thought the Franco brothers like made a recreation of the room oh, man don't don't know anyway Who's to say? I mean, if you could cast anyone to play the role of Maximum Joseph, Tim, who would Minimum you pick? Joseph. Just for the, like, comedy value of it, mainly. And he is Isn't in the movie. We just want him more in the movie. Oh, Minimum Joseph is friend. I always, sorry, mm. when in Hollywood terms, Minimum Joseph to me always means Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, he's just, he's quite short. I think he's only, Minimum... I think he's, who Joseph yeah. Gordon-Levitt is? Yeah, I think he's like. I'm pretty sure he's like five six, five seven. You know, I watched that young man in the uh, Snowden film on the plane. Quite liked it. Thought he was very good. Very good at being <laughs> Snowden. Nailed the uh, the accent. He generally does well. He's a good boy. Uh, another piece of mail. Yeah, oh, I've got one for you, Tim. Yeah. If I may. Um, it's a it's a short one, and it's mostly complimenting you. And I, I sort of am curious as to what was said. Hey, good boys, I've been drinking, but I wanted to put on record that I'm pretty sure episode 32 was a tour de force from the kid Timbo, love and friendship, Nick from Sydney. Now that was the episode wherein uh, we were ships in the night and we didn't get to record together. What? Uh, what sort of performance did you turn in, Tim? What were you talking about? Do you remember? What a sweetheart. I was just trying really hard, Guy, because in spite of the fact that this is a, a pretty stupid podcast idea, we do want to do it correctly to the best of our ability. And yeah, correctly yeah. for me is making things fun, entertaining, good to listen to, so it's, it's not a bore. And uh, I was, I, I don't know, maybe I was just upping the, the energy and trying my hardest to... Um, compensate for the fact that I wasn't being joined by my mate Guy, who's oh, there, there every week, every episode, every friend Unless zone you to, talking to bolster me. Sentence, which um, is to be the wing, you. wind beneath my wings, like or the wing beneath my hole. winds, maybe. I'm not sure how our relationship specifically Can works. Can you hear me? Done that diagram, but oh, either way, this is just a boy trying hard. And I the appreciate joys it. joys of you. recording across vast expanses of ocean. And good on you for having a few brewskis, mate. Bloody sky. You 
Yeah, you see what's happened there is we just disconnected for a little bit, Guy. Yeah, we did. I kept rolling. I'm sure you did too. And oh, absolutely. We still. Have. It's just a nice little yanking of the chain, I think. Yeah. People uh, listening to be like, oh, oh shit, what's here? We go. Yeah. All right. Very good. You're gonna leave that in. People are gonna hear our respective takes on the <laughs> connection cutting out. I went silent immediately, so it's just gonna be you looking like a jackass, and nothing would make me happier than to leave that in. Here's okay. a message from uh, someone identifying as that black girl. I've been listening to the podcast since you guys were mentioned uh, on the other podcast I listen to regularly. How did this get made? That's a long time ago. That's it early is. in season one. Even though I think of you two as really funny together and separately, I'm a little relieved to know that you will eventually stop. I really like you two together and I would hate for your partnership to be ruined by having to watch these horrible movies each week. I'm hoping that in the future, less will be more. Also, treat yourself to some spa time and some herbal tea. Black girl, I am. I'm literally in a spa right now. That might help a little. Uh, you are, help to make it a little easier. Peace be with you. I'm you are, it. but one herbal tea away from like preemptively abiding that fantastic advice. I got to tell you though, um, just in the environment that I'm in at the moment, I'm quite. The bits of me that aren't covered by water are very sweaty because it's so hot in here, and um, I'm just desperately trying to juggle one electronic device to talk to you guy and another to yeah. record this thing imperiously uh, close to the water and so in, it's um i could be more relaxed in light of your engagement it seems to me uh quite not necessarily telling but certainly a crazy move that the next thing you did was uh record a podcast in an environment which is like more likely than virtually any other recording environment you've been in to electrocute yourself it seems yeah uh you like i guess you feel invincible you're on top of the world but just take it easy I over there bud definitely don't feel invincible at the moment i'm very nervous i'm very worried and there's a lot but, of um cables being draped across bodies of water but you know what sometimes you just gotta say to hell with it i'm timbo give me my bubbles certainly uh, you are the bubble king we all not we all respect it i've got one here from harry uh via the Facebook page it's just it's a very short one it says figured out who Coffee Guy is he was off to make Teslas and rocket ships and he's linked to a tweet from uh, quite a popular guy called Elon Musk uh, I've heard responding of him. to someone on Twitter saying uh, unusual this chatty for Elon with a winky face and then Elon Musk this was written at 7am in the morning New Zealand time on the 6th of February 2017 right I just had three coffees <laughs> Which is, that is, that's how much coffee Coffee Guy drinks. And that is, you know, that's a very, because you don't just have three coffees. You accidentally have three coffees, right? Absolutely. I don't think anyone should drink three coffees knowingly in a row. That's uh, psychopathic like, behavior. You ju- you've just had two coffees and like you didn't notice, but you had a third. You don't just have three coffees. That's, you're asking for trouble. Here is, um, I think, how that line work so you go so one you're on the up and up and it feels so good because you're energized and it's like you're seeing the world with different eyes it's like if you're a bit blind and then you put um uh corrective lenses on you're like holy shit i didn't know the world could be so clear and great on that second coffee you're like yes i'm focused i'm in the zone i am going to achieve everything i set out to do today this is the start of a whole new me and then on that third one, oh, the yeah. colors start to invert 
and uh, straight lines start to blur a little bit into kind of like a pastel a, line on a watercolor. A, things start to melt in front of you and your tum gets all upset and suddenly things seem a little bit harder than they did before rather oh than mate, easier. It's a tricky and important dance because the thing is there is that sweet spot between copies two and three where you're really at the top of the wave and it's like in that moment you might only get five minutes of focus but yeah. If you channel those five minutes correctly, it can be worth the trip. But if you yeah, it's miss like them, it's like an atomic blast, isn't it? Yeah, it's like trying to harness that brief little window. If you miss those five minutes, then you're just like it's just a very anxious, fecal-riddled ride into, you know, a disastrous afternoon. Oh boy, I am hotting up in here. It That's is good warm. stuff. Uh, Tim, this Look, one I'll, here. Let me throw one at you, guy. Lindsay Fine. writes, Fine. Greetings, Tim and Guy. Fine. I'm not clever enough to think of nicknames for you, Soz. I haven't corresponded in a while, but here I am now. In episode 32, Tim asks what people in America call duvets. Personally, I call a duvet. But most people uh, call them comforters, and some get them confused with quilts. I literally had a 25-minute argument with my drunk friend about this. I'll just... <laughs> hey, guy, it's Tim here. I'll just stop down for a second... I really like that mental image of having a very impassioned argument about <laughs> what a quilt is. Because to me, a I, quilt is the ultimate comfort symbol associated with like grandmas and being handmade yeah, and just being warm and lovely. There's no mistaking a quilt. I like that's what you grabbed into. What I grabbed onto was the idea of having a drunk friend. So everyone else is keeping a handle on their shit and there's one friend who's just tasked with perpetually <laughs> being drunk. And by the sounds of things, quite irate because in their... You know, alcoholism, they've failed to remember just basic bedding names for different things. You don't need to argue about a quilt. You really don't. It's not needed. Um, Moving on. I had can I, unfortunate... Oh, no. yeah, oh you were still reading the same message. I was. No, you go. I was. Okay. Um, let me just swap this around so I don't get electrocuted. Following on, I've unfor- I, I have unfortunately owned this movie, so I have seen it. I won't get into the grammar there. Uh, I found it at Target for like five bucks on Black Friday a couple of years ago and was like, oh shit, it's Zac Efron. He's really fucking hot. I should get this. I wouldn't say I regret watching the movie, but I think five bucks was a little much for the quality. It's more of a $3 movie, don't you think? Anyway, I just made the connection that Jarhead was the character Mason. Only took 32 weeks and Tim mentioning it, holla. So shouldn't you guys be referring to him as Mason Jarhead? Get it? Mason Jarhead? I'm so sorry. Lindsay Jimenez. <laughs> Lindsay Jimenez, you needn't apologize. Uh, that is a very enjoyable bit of wordplay you've created there. That's quite really? literally where the joke came from. It's where yeah. we got it. We um, went, he looks like Jahir because his head's shaved from that movie with old, what's his name? Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man yeah. in that movie? Look, who's I'm to connecting say? a lot of dots, man. While Let's speaking keep of going, con- I'm sweating, connecting I'm dots, a lot of, it's all I wanted yeah. to say is uh, in that conversation we had before about the room and the masterpiece. So mm. it was going to be called the masterpiece, but it's been uh, cha- the title's changed. To the disaster artist. It's being directed by James Franco. And oh yes, the cast that is like a a drama, kind of like a recreate drama drama. Well, not a doco. it looks more like a comedy to me now because the cast features both the Francos. Seth Rogen, like a, just a cavalcade of stars, one of mm. them being Zac Efron. Fuck off. So isn't that something? That is great news. Good on him. Yeah. 
Uh, I'll watch Tim, the shit out of that. That's exciting. This is something I've just been alerted to uh, from our friend Harry, who put us onto the positive P- PCP story from Viceland. Mm. But um, still haven't watched it. Sorry, we are featuring on. We're featured on Snapchat today. What does that mean? Uh, so, on Snapchat, there are like these. You know, different companies have Snap Stories, wherein yeah. Uh, and you click through and it's just like a, a well of content. So you just click through a bunch of stuff. And one of the stories today was um, by a channel called Brother. So, you know, there's like the CNN channel, Cosmo channel, Comedy Central channel, whatever. There's one called Brother. I don't know what they do. But the the Snap story is called Insane Things Your Body Can Endure. And uh, on one of them, it says... It's just a frame. It says, Grown Ups 2 is innocent enough, right? Starting in 2014, two dudes from New Zealand started watching Adam Sandler's Grown Ups 2 every week for a year. Afterward, they discussed it on a podcast and each episode only dug them deeper into insanity. Be thankful they did it so you don't have to. Uh, but we're, we are, that's like borderline, we're official trivia now. Oh, that's, that's great stuff. Here I am in a spa tub in Osaka, Japan, finding out I'm trivia. I love it. Yeah. I like Life that they... be better. Failed to mention the podcast by name. Well, you uh, take what you can get, Sky, in this world. You know, you like for example, I'll take the recording, um, hopefully, of this friend zone, and maybe my uh, laptop will be destroyed because of all the moisture in the room. You know, you just got to be grateful for what you anything have. Anything is possible. Um, I let it go a first few times, but for the love of God, it's pronounced. Ray Lee, North Carolina. That is all. Mark from Philadelphia. Also lived in Rayleigh for a couple of years. Well, if you live in Philadelphia and not Raleigh, then don't fucking tell me how to pronounce the town name, bud. <sighs> Straight uh, off the bat. I'm so this, hot in here. Keep going, guy. I need distractions. This, well, to, to distract you, I'm going to give you a message following up uh, a request that we ignored. This is from a guy called Thomas in Norwich, Norfolk, England. Uh, oh, he's from there, sorry. Uh, any word on those sweet, succulent, private RSS feeds yet? Also, the episode from the club was spectacular. I'd subscribe to a separate Patreon supporting you guys reviewing nightclubs. Um, I didn't mean to give you the compliment. I mostly just wanted to give you something that you had to bounce around in your brain as you slowly melt into a puddle of uh, it's actually with mass. It's with their help support. It's okay. with Patreon's help support. It's being worked out by the technicians. All the monkeys so running on the monkey wheels, they're doing it. We're figuring it out. It's happening right now. Uh, there's one called Here's Your Graph from Jeff, and it looks long and complicated. Here we go. Timbo and guy, 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 guy. Love the show. I took the liberty of transcribing your coordinate plotting of where your friend's movie quality into a quadrant graph, using zero zero as the center from which the movie... Uh, oh, from which to move up to down and the y-axis and left to right on the x-axis. Oh, With God. that in mind, I converted your rating of We Are Your Friends from 7330 into plus 50, negative 45. You do the math. Uh, I took the liberty of plotting Grown Ups 2 and Sex and City 2 on the graph using only my deep knowledge of your opinions and tastes, having never watched any of these three movies myself. You boys are legends, Jeff in the USA. What I like about Jeff is he has not included a picture. He's simply described the schematics of, um, of the mathematical drawing that he's made, and that's enough. 
that's it. I like that a lot too. God, that's funny. Uh, what a tease. This one comes from uh, Henna, who writes, Hi guys, in one of the Friends on episodes, you read out a message from someone who has a podcast where they watch one half each of a film. Do you by any chance remember the name of the podcast? I've tried to listen to the Friend Ones, but I can't seem to find it. Also, Google is spectacularly unhelpful. I hope you can help. Thanks, Hannah. Remember uh, it, Hannah. I produce it on my podcast network, littleempirepodcast.com. And the name of the show you're after is The Walkout Boys, which is hosted by two very funny dudes who have been podcasting for a while, two great mates of Guy and ours, who have both featured on uh, We're Study of All Time and other seasons, uh, Nick Sampson and Joseph Moore. So the name yeah. again, Walkout Boys. I think the description of it here is uh, they watch one half each of a film. So I think maybe what she was, Hannah was thinking about, whether or not we speculated on a friend's on about this, was doing one where they watch the first half of a movie and go out and record mm. and then we watch the second. Oh, yeah. And maybe. finish it as like a, sta- a podcast stack, I guess. Well, then that doesn't exist. So take no. your pick. One that's real and one that isn't. Or imagine one that doesn't yet exist. Wayne writes, hello, sorry to intrude, but I wanted to drop your line in regarding a project of mine. Sorry to intrude (laughs) this very private conversation that we're having. In 2016, I challenged myself to watch, I'm sorry I'm not coming in with the hot takes, Guy, but I am losing a lot of fluid. I'm sweating from every pore. Running out of energy as we talk, I love it. In 2016, I challenged myself to watch 365 movies in one year. Well, I completed the challenge and now have decided to do a podcast regarding the challenge. Mate, maybe you should have done that at the time. In all actuality, the films are just a jumping off point, but I want to do a podcast about older movies that people may have missed. Forgotten classics, if you will. The show will consist of one movie per podcast with a different guest on each show. Basically, I would love to have you guys as a guest. I probably shouldn't have read this one out loud. If you want to check it out, let's give them the plug. Greatmoviechallenge.com. Um, would love to have you on the podcast, but totally understand. If not, either way, I remain a loyal fan. Thanks again for your time, Wayne. That website again, greatmoviechallenge.com. Wayne, if I remember to, I will get in touch with you. I'm so sweaty right now. I feel like I'm in a fever dream and all this is made yeah, like I don't have much more to get through here, Tim, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just burn through them because I really do feel like it's best for everyone if before you pass out and drop all of that, electrical equipment into the jacuzzi uh we put a pin See, on this thing the, and you can you know that's the thing that's what i'm concerned about that i'm just going to lose consciousness yeah. i'm not a sweaty well, guy you know me you see me a lot i'm not a sweaty Tim, person but i am just profusely perspiring from my face everywhere in a public or a private jacuzzi it's in my hotel room it's the strangest hotel uh, room it's got a um in it. underpants or no underpants would you be wearing underpants if it was just you in a hotel jacuzzi? I just hadn't thought about it until now, but suddenly, you know, in spite of the fact that you are naked, I feel vulnerable. Yeah, it's part um, of the whole episode really, hasn't it? Well, certainly I'm glad it didn't occur to me to bring it up until this late part of the conversation. Please continue. It, <laughs> this one comes from Jillian, who writes, Well, I'm on episode 37 of Sex in the City now. I may watch it this weekend. Yes. Loving the podcast. I was wondering, did you feel like you developed a slight Stockholm syndrome at this point? Jillian, do you have any idea in terms of time and both mental space how long ago that was in my life? I have no idea what was happening. Rest assured, we weren't of sound mind. 
It definitely was a Stockholm Syndrome, and I think we referenced that. But then we yeah. got beyond the Stockholm Syndrome because Stockholm Syndrome is where you start to empathise with your captors, and we got past that. So we like we hated the movie, then we kind of got Stockholm Syndrome, then we got over that, and it was like breaking out of Scientology and telling everyone the truth. You're like, everyone, everyone, guess what? You cannot engage with this thing. It's going to fuck you up. Warning, yeah. warning. Warning, tear warning. families apart. Dear boys, you can say my name if you want. I am not the boss of you. But boy, oh boy, I finally get to do one of these. Only five bucks a month, I know, but it's better than nothing, right? I'll get right into it with a quick story. In the more boring classes of high school, I would watch the questions for Carl, podcast slash radio show about Carl Pilkington which everyone in the entire world should watch. Anywho, I burned through those pretty quickly and could not find an alternative until you two G's came along. I started to binge the first season and would periodically laugh out loud in class. One day while listening to the potty, my teacher played out a terribly depressing video about some girl who got her arm chopped off or something. Can't remember because I was listening to the podcast. As this video is playing, I burst out laughing from prawn salad while this lady is getting her arm chopped off. Needless to say, I got some looks. That's all I got. If you are ever in the Mission uh, Viejol in California, you have a place to stay. P.S. On episode 26 of season 3, you mentioned all of the superpowered creatures in this universe but left out our Brayden from Grown Ups 2. What gives? If I remember correctly, he's a vampire and kills people for fun. Yours always, Charlie Stratford. God damn, we missed out Brayden. That's unbelievable. Oh, Look, it's hard to keep all these characters in your head though at all times, eh? Certainly, whether or not we mention them aloud, rest assured they exist together in the world uh, that we've built for them. So whether or not we remember them all every time is secondary to the fact that we know for sure they're out there. Uh, well, so he's the last a warlock one. and I, I feel like it's important yeah. just to clean that up. This is the last one I've got and it's just... Uh, okay, I'm sure you get hundreds of these a week, but listen, listen... 2011, The Three Musketeers is a disaster nightmare that needs to be on your list. Action slash comedy slash adventure slash sexy slash cool slash neo period slash renaissance ninja movie. Woof. That one comes from Alex. And Alex... What's that? Wait, wait, what was the movie again? What was the title? The Three Musketeers, 2011. Oh, Three Musketeers. Oh, God, a remake I say to you, Billy Crystal. Alex, if you do want that to happen, uh, a very savvy move of yours would be to join the Patreon. Uh, mm. And if you make it into the Deciders Club, which I cannot remember mm. what the necessary donation is, you'll be able to vote on uh, the movie that we watch once monthly. Um, Guys got it. Guys got it. Yeah, I do. I do. I have it. So that's that's the correspondence I've got from the Facebook, Tim. Do you have any more to get through before you, you know, um, melt into the ether? One final message for you, Guy. Uh, this is from... From your dick? Because it sounds like it's from your dick. Bye, everybody. Bye, Tim. Well, it's the friend zone. Will Tim and Guy come to the friend zone? And have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. Will Tim and Guy. Because making friends is the best idea of all time. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're in New Zealand, come join us for the Little Empire Mini Festival on February 25th and 26th in Auckland. All your favourite shows will be there, including The Worst Idea of All Time, The Male Gaze, The Walkout Boys and Bonus of the Heart. Details and tickets at littleempirepodcast.com slash live. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.